Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss topics that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. And join us on social media at Fused Marriages or email us info at fusedmarriages.com. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Back at it. Back at it again. Smiling, happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's the goal every day is like to try to be happy. Hmm. To try to be. Not to wake up mad, not to wake up angry, not to carry over what went, what happened from yesterday or last week or last year. Just try to be happy. Yeah. Like, you know what? Set my feet today so I can just be different than what I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. That could be a focus t- thing, too. Like, yeah. how, one of the things that makes you happy is not focusing on you know, negative things where you set your eyes, you know? So it's like, man, there's some things my, my um, great uncle used to have a saying. It said, tell me something good. Tell me Mm, something good. I like that. Hold on. What uncle is that? What uncle? Tell me something good. Yeah. Which uncle? Yeah. My uh, uncle Andrew. Okay. Oh man. That's great. That's great. Hey, Indianapolis. Yes, indeed. So my, my great uncle. Great people there, man. Love them to death. Actually. Yeah. Me too. I spent a little time with them. So that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today we are talking about something that I think is um, interesting, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really curious to hear your perspective on some of this. So our topic today is relationship problems. Yeah. How to survive your relationship problems. I want to say before you say before, before we jump into it, you're looking real floral today. I like that. I just happened to glance over and I see it, like, you know, in our little monitor. I'm like, hold on, let me look. Let me get my, I don't need the monitor. I just look over <laughs> to the left. Like, she looking a little floral. See, y'all got to look at Expand that floral today. Compliment your wife. Compliment your bag. Okay. Okay. I like the color on you. I like like that. It's it's, it's complimenting you very well. I'm about to buy some more. Yeah. Hey, let's go shopping. Yeah. But, you know, we kind of have a little bit of a match. A little bit, you know what I mean? Coordinate. You know that movie. Man. Name name that tune. Name that movie. Name that movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's boomerang. I know what movie. Okay, I, I, okay, I thought you was asking me. Don't ask no. me, y'all, because you know. There, I, sometimes I do. I admit, yeah. sometimes I don't know. But that's a that's a pretty yeah. popular popular line. Okay, so how do you survive relationship problems? Number one, you compliment your bae. Okay, there no, you I'm go. Just I'm just right? That okay, is true, okay. though. We can add that. That's point number ten. No, we ain't got ten points. We got four. We got four points yeah. for today, and these are just opportunities to improve your relationships. Um, so, if you have more, please drop them in the comments. We want to hear from you. How do you survive some of the issues in your relationship? What have you done? So, here are some um, kind of general tools, and we're going to kind of dive in. So, number one is communicate yeah and even as we kind of get to number one it's like and i just set up just a little bit in my mind what i'm thinking it's like we all got problems mm-hmm. people need to stop front like they like everything is good hey how you and your wife doing man we good man stop lying you know last week she didn't cook for you not now day like just be i mean just be open and honest with like hey not not with everybody Why you can't do, you think do that people aren't? because they don't want to be judged in a way that's looked down on particularly men i can't talk about why women don't do it women y'all may talk i don't know us men we like you know what we're really not that close to another brother to like express ourselves like hey here's what's going on i got a few that i can actually recently reach out to right i didn't I haven't always had it mm-hmm. and um and it's helped me right just to even kind of just be able to say what's going on not that they like can you can yeah huh? just to even feel like hey if something were you can talk to them not even that though I mean, honestly with you it's mm-hmm. like 
Because a lot of times we hold it in just in the aspect of like, because like there's nobody like we don't really trust. And so we kind of just go through the thoughts in our in our head. We don't necessarily have to feel it, but like maybe so. I maybe I take that back. No, I'm saying like to to have a group, even if there isn't anything, right? That oh, you true. Can, that you feel like, hey, if there were something going on, you can because not everybody has that. Guys yeah. and women, not every woman. Because sometimes you kind of create this image that you don't mm-hmm. want to break the shell. You know, you don't want yeah. you don't want to rock the boat. And, and mo- I don't really have people like that in my life, but I know some people do that. I know, right? A lot. I really don't like. And, and it happens. Let me tell you where it happens a lot. It happens in places. I mean, it happens everywhere, but in positions of leadership, there are a mm. lot of leaders, um, either in pastors and ministers to people in companies to social leadership Mm -hmm. that are having troubles in their marriage or troubles in their relationship but they don't have anybody they can go to because it's it's sketchy you don't know who you can trust you don't know like okay how if they're going to see you differently there's a lot of people that are really trying to figure out how do i do this relationship thing and i think I guess point number one is not anybody is doing it always right all, you know, is doing it all right all the time. Everybody is always consistently and continually evolving. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, we all we all got issues, right? We all got issues. We all go through these ups and downs and valleys of dealing with with, you know, with our significant other mm-hmm. and uh, kids, in-laws, fam- whatever it is. Right. And like we got to figure out how to best deal with it. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a music person in my head, like some songs came up in my head. Right. Okay. And one of the songs, it goes like, it goes something a little bit like, you know, something like in my this. soul ain't right. I can't sleep at night. Feeling like a change going to come. Okay. But anyway, that's like, a, that's it's going to rain by Kelly Price. Mm-hmm. I, it probably don't sound like that, but you know, in my head, it's like, I'm killing right, it. I'm right. killing it in my head. So go, <laughs> go, go, go Google you that, YouTube that. Yeah. We might put the link in the description if you don't know what that is. But, like, you know, we'll try to help you out on that. But she's talking about, like, just the problems of, like, life and relationships, trying to figure it out. Something in her soul. And I feel this in some Because sometimes something in your soul ain't right. You don't know what. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't, like, I don't know if it's you, them, what. Is it me? But something ain't right. Mm-hmm. So, as you were trying to mention, we can kind of, you know, loot around to it. But the first one is, like, is, is communication. Mm-hmm. Right? To be able to communicate that something ain't right. Something not right with what I'm feeling. Something not right with, with the situation. Something not right with your crazy mama. Something not right with your, you know, whatever. Like, to communicate that, right, in order to hopefully get some understanding, get some clarity, maybe even get, like, a different perspective on it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's communication is not just about you communicating, but also allow somebody to give a different perspective on it. Which is really, I think, the ultimate goal of communication really to get clarity and then get a hopefully different perspective that can really give you a holistic view of really how you want to operate in that. Yeah, I think um, people misunderstand potentially what communication is because communication mm-hmm. is not talking. It's not let me rephrase it's not exclusively talking Mm -hmm. it's also listening um to communicate for something to be communicated there has to be an active listener um so you have to choose which which one are you you both can't be talking you're not going to get anywhere you both can't just be sitting around say i'm listening go ahead that's not active communication um being positive communication is somebody talking and expressing themselves somebody else receiving that message um and understanding that message digesting that message and then being able to give feedback in the conversation and that be the how we progress forward so um and we talk a lot about being able to talk because it is 
foundation, you know, being able to say how you're feeling and get it out there is the, you know, paramount to communication. But um, equally, is somebody else being able to receive the message that you're giving, somebody else being able to understand? Because you said it earlier, mm. if one person is talking and the other person is is disengaged, then that talking person kind of has nowhere to go with it. Like it, that's nope. your relationship will die if you don't talk. I think we actually had a whole show on that. Yeah. Your relationship will die if you don't talk. Um, and we haven't had a show on this, but equally, your relationship will die if you can't listen, if you cannot take in information, mm. if you're disinterested, if you don't show that you're physically or mentally engaged. Um, all of that matters. All of that is part of communication. And you want your spouse to feel like what they are saying is important and valuable. And I want to say this, at least from a woman's perspective, ladies, particularly for your husband, he wants to hear heard. Now he's not going to do possibly what some of us do where, Oh, you go, you gonna hear me. You go, you know, we're, he might not be as forceful. Um, potentially generality, but potentially, um, but he does have something that he wants to say. So it is almost a misnomer when people say, oh, my husband, he's just so quiet. He got something to say. Um, he's thinking something. So really allow him to express openly some of the things that are going on in his head. There's a reason why he's not articulating it. Um, we've talked before about, you know, not being taught how to communicate, not being taught how to do this thing. So when he starts talking, let him kind of talk. Let him breathe a little bit. Let him learn that you are a safe place for him to communicate some of some of these kind of internal things because not a lot of brothers have a lot of safe spaces they have a couple they they should have a couple dudes that they invest in that can kind of get them right to kind of they can bounce some ideas off of just like you should you should have some girlfriends that you can invest into that relationship but if he comes to you and I guess this goes both ways let them know that you are safe let them know that hey I can share some things and not and I can be vulnerable without feeling uncomfortable without feeling like wondering can I trust you are you okay how are you going to handle me now that's important no no absolutely i think you hit on a, on a lot of a lot of key things on uh, on that so yeah on definitely communication. communicate communication okay. is key okay another one how do you survive some of the problems in your relationship you choose your battles man you can't win them all Mm. Most of sometimes, you know, I, I'm, I'm of that, you know, that mindset. I want to win everything, every conversation, every even if it's in I mean, with words, I'm gonna win it. I'm gonna win it in my head, like you know what I mean. So like, and you can't, you can't win them all though. You got to choose. So everybody fights battles differently, right? Right. I fight battles with silence, just quiet, just stoic. Good to know about yourself, stoic. Just Sidebar. you know what? Just don't say nothing. What? You got it. As my man said, we heard you in the conference, you got it. Like, literally let you have but you really don't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You really don't. It's like with you, they know they fight battles. They just going to keep at it. You know what? You're going to hear me. You know what? You're going to hear me. You know what? You're going to hear me. It sounds a little annoying, right? That happens. That's how it sounds with real life, too. And <laughs> y'all do that I don't to know us. you're talking from experience or... I'm just, saying, I'm just saying it happens like that, you know? So I just had to give a little bit of, you know, of my expertise and... Yeah. Examples. Those are examples and not real life. Hey, <laughs> homie. You got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree that choosing your battles is really important because you can't win them all and you really shouldn't. If you think that you're winning all of the battles and you are um your your spouse is feeling they might have one foot out the door because mm. that is not a balanced relationship and you are potentially a narcissist if you feel like you have to win 
every battle and you might be a little bit abusive. So check yourself in the mirror and, and say, be honest with you. Um, and some of that stuff is things that you have seen. So if you haven't seen modeled yeah. um, in your home or in your relationships, how do we have productive conversations? How do we come at this issue on the same side versus um, us attacking each other and the issue being in the middle? We talk about this um, when we do premarital, but you want for you and your partner to be to be side by side, back to back. Y'all got it together and the issue is in front of you. Mm -hmm. You don't want the issue to be in between you. And now you're attacking and you're, you know, you're shooting shots and you might hit the issue, but you might hit the other person and you might not really even care which one, you know? So we have to make sure that we are, um, Picking wise battles because you don't want to fight everyone. Mm-hmm. Even we talked about who wins it. You don't want to fight it. It could be because there are just so many. There are so many things that happen in the course of a day, a month, a year. Do you want to fight every single one of them? Mm. Some of them. Some people do. Just got to let go. Some people do. But it seems like it a anyway. Contentious person. If you have to fight everything all the time, yeah. that person. If that's I'm not. I'm not gonna call out your spouse. But if that's you. Come on now. Like, I know I left my shoes out eight days in a row. Come on, let me get away with at least two or three. I mean, you got to, all eight days, you got to say you something? You don't even have to, yeah. It's, and there's also, you don't even have to say something on some stuff. Some stuff is like, okay, that's a battle. But some stuff is just like, I'm just going to pick up the shoes. You know, it's yeah. not it's not that big a deal. I hate when he leaves cups in the sink after I just did it. You know, I'm just going to let this one go because I don't even want to fight that battle. I can put it in the dishwasher. Now, the goal is that both partners feel like they are in sync and they feel like, okay, they got me. They're handling me well. They're handling business well. But sometimes somebody drops the ball. It does not mean that you need to go beat them upside the head. You did it again, you know, or man, I told you I just vacuumed out the car and now there's Cheerios in the backseat or whatever. The issue is you don't have to call them out every and by him, I mean him or her. You don't have to call the other person out every single time. That's just, that's a waste of energy. Can we not be positive? I'd rather be like, and I do this, y'all. When my husband does something that I'm like, okay. Sometimes I'll let him know, Michael, you did it again. And sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I love my husband. I'll pick it up. You been or like I'll that always? Huh? You been like that always, though? No. Call him, tell him, tell him, tell no, him. Tell him to help not. somebody. No, look, we've been married for a minute. And there have been times where I have been like, Michael, why did you do this? We had a whole conversation every about day. this. I did not do it every Man, day. Every day, but, some days it went. But, that. There, but no, let me <laughs> let me say though on that, it might not be the same thing. But this is when people talk about nitpicking, where it's like, golly, okay, yesterday it was the dishes, today it's the shoes, then it's the bed. So you might be like, well, I'm not. It's all these different things, but all those different things just. Be, add up and they feel like golly you always fussing about something there's always something i'm doing wrong can i get a win can i at any point is any point am i going to do anything right and and then you can begin to question the marriage like dang if i'm not making this person happy if i'm making them so miserable if we're always arguing about something or she or he is always picking on me about something do they even want to be married to me because all that stuff can kind of come out like you're attacking them. And to you, it's like, mm-hmm. man, no, it's just, I just like this a certain way. Or I just like this a certain way. Well, some of those certain ways, when you got married, you just gonna have to let go. You just gonna have to, hey, you know what? I like the toilet paper on the roll this way. You like it that way. I'm not going to have to tell you everything. I'll just go switch it. It's not a big deal. I'll, I'll just look, I'm going to load the dishwasher. And I say that because like you said, I have not always been this way. I am a particular, I like things a certain way. And I let Michael know 
for years. And we was just talking to a couple about that. And I heard the gentleman said that, you know what? She don't never let me win. That's basically, hey, she want to win on every, like, it don't matter what it is. He said, she don't never let me win. Yeah, it's important because you want both people to feel like they got, you know, they're not taking an L every time. Man. And I, look, we are transparent here. I did not do that for years. I was like, and I, it wasn't that I was picking at everything, but I was picking at enough where I'm sure you felt maybe, because we've, we've talked about it before, but like, dang, like. Do you even like me? I think you might have said that one time. Hold on. Do you even do you even like me? I'm like, yes, I love you, but I want these things this way. And that but is louder than what you said before. It's a cancellation word. If you don't know that from from grammar, it's a cancellation word. So whatever you say on the front half of that but is canceled out because of the but. So if you say I love you, but this, they hear the end of that. So make sure that you're not putting that butt right right in there. Um, so we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to jump into these last two um, ways that you can um, survive relationship problems. Um, so we did communication, and we did choose your battles. We got another two coming up right after this. Think I ought to let it go. See, I don't know about that. That little Teddy P. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you going to finish? Break. <laughs> Break. <laughs> we are back. So today we are talking about how you survive your relationship problems. As we said before the break, mm-hmm. we talked about communication, making sure that you're being an active listener and a good um, talker in this, that you are communicating how you feel mm-hmm. in a way that can be received. We also talked about choosing your battles. So the next way that we can survive some of these relationship problems is don't involve family. Oh, man, that's a big one. But I got one just last off from that number two. Yeah. Some people can't move on. They don't know how to move on from nothing. Not nothing, but from some things. Mm-hmm. Like, have they had they struggle with, like, just, I just can't move on from whatever's happened or whatever was said, whatever was done, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a skill. I think you got to, like, I don't know, read a book about that. We ain't got no insight on how to help you on it. Exactly. Insight. Huh? We have insight about that, but but that does get into our last no, one. No, I ain't got no notes on it, so I ain't going to be, like, giving them this arbitrary stuff. I don't give y'all just making up stuff. We We actually, you know, we kind of go through some thinking and prayer and understanding and reading and really try to provide just, but like moving on is like a big one. It's a lot of books out there. I think Bishop Jay's got a book, a lot of books out there about how to move on. Yeah. So that's actually, that goes into our last topic a little bit, but I agree with you that um, when you need to finish out something every time, that's that's a problem. Um, So you do want to have resolution, but you don't want to have it like... I got one more thing to say, not not necessarily in this mm-hmm. case, but I got one more thing to say about that and this and this and this. That stuff, man, that wears down you. It wears down your partner. It wears down your relationship if you have always carrying this thing on. And I, one of the songs that I always feel when we talk about this is Bag Lady, Erica Badu. If you always have to carry that stuff around with you, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have some issues in your marriage. Not only are you hurting you, but you're hurting your spouse. And eventually it's going to um, cause a lot of issues in your marriage. Um, so you got to you gotta let it go. Yeah. So back to what you were saying about, about the family, like, you know, as being a, yes. a detriment. Involving to, your family. Involving your the family. Man, involving. Oh, my goodness. We see this too many times mm-hmm. because, you know, you go through something. Then you go tell your mama, like, hey, mama, my dude did this. And then mom be like, okay, girl, why you accept that? And then you go forgive the dude. And then mom be like, hold on. Didn't he just lock you out the house and turn the alarm on or something like that? Like, did that, like, how that, like, mm-hmm. what? 
that yeah. that that see and then you and whenever you involve family you move on but your family a lot of times don't right right yeah for sure and the challenge is okay who do i go to my my you know my dad we talk about everything or my mom yeah. she's my best friend you have to um, create a network of support that's outside your blood. And the reason, um, as Michael kind of alluded to, is because your family does not forget. Your family is going to be on your side. Mm -hmm. And some, you know, I've, we've, we've talked to couples where they say, well, sometimes my mom will tell me that she's, you know, that she's right and that I'm wrong. Yeah, okay. They will tell you that. But in the back of their mind, they still think, I raised that child. Yep. I know that child. I love my baby boy or my baby girl. Um, this person, they might be right, but mm, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still on team my kid because I'm the one that went through all of this with them. Yeah. So I and, I and I share that because it's dangerous territory. It's dangerous territory. Even if you think, well, they're real even handed because we've heard this before. They're real even handed. Like they don't always say that I won the conversation or the discussion. They won't always tell me that I'm right. It's still dangerous because they are going to begin particularly if there's more than one time that you're going to them, if you're consistently going to your family about something, it's it's an issue. And there are some that weigh more than others. So you might think that one wasn't that a big deal, but to somebody that might be a big deal. To some parent that might be like, oh, that's a no-go. He raised his voice at you? Oh, no, nobody's yelling at my daughter. You know, he and he will never look at him the same because he right. will think he raised his voice. And you might think, well, I raised my voice at him too. It's not a big deal. No, it's a big deal. Okay. So, so involving families, um, is really challenging. We recommend as we've recommended a number of times before counseling therapy. Um, that's, um, a person that is licensed and trained to allow you to get out those things that are in you, to receive that information, to help you process that and to have better life without the bias of family. Yeah, I think I mean, I think a lot of times we go to family looking for validation hmm. and we want to just we don't want them to really digest or really what's going on. We want to be validated in what we how we see it mm -hmm. and what's going to happen. They're going to validate you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? They're going to give you like, oh, you know what? That's all good. You know, don't worry about that. In reality, you're only getting one perspective of it. Mm -hmm. Then they got a negative view of this other other person. That they just don't quite get over as fast as you. You know what? You going on vacations in two weeks with them? Like you like you like? Oh, we good? You're like hold on? Didn't you just tell me that such such deal? You know? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I think we got to be careful with that. I, I mean, I'm a I'm, like you said. I think the counseling part. If you got to really talk to somebody, try to get somebody that's impartial, that's not on his side or her side, but really just really want to get things kind of understood and really worked out. Do not go to family and involve them. And too much of yourself. I understand it may happen from time to time, but it's, it gets to a point where like it's just too much. Yeah. And it can happen from time to time. If you real close to like your cousin yeah. and that's like your best friend and y'all that's, that might be a relationship that you can kind of hear from in a different way. But one of the things that we caution is talking to your parents in particular, like, or, you know, your elder, the elder statesmen in your family. Um, Cause though they are wise, um, they are going to potentially be critical of your spouse in mm -hmm. the next interaction. And in some families, news travels fast. So you man, might, you talking about my family. Hold on, man. Why you call my family out like that? Okay. You didn't say no name. I'm sorry. Uh, my mom said a hit dog hollers. So if that's, if that's, if that's you, 
hey, okay, okay. But we do really advise that you try to have a close group of friends that supports your marriage, mm-hmm. that, su- that is for both of you, that's for the union surviving. Not just this is Tristan's friend um, and anything that Tristan says, she going to, because that's my girl, so I don't know who you are. Um, you coming up in here, you rustling, you know, you messing up stuff. That you That's not what you want. You want something that's that Tristan is my friend, and because Tristan and Michael are married, I'm also for Michael. So I'm going to look at my girlfriend. I'm going to tell her, Tristan, I don't know. You know, this might not be yeah. this might not be the right move to have made. Um, so you might need to go home or a brother. Mike, I, well, I want Michael to have friends that he can go to and be like, my wife is tripping, and they say, Go home though, you know. Don't yeah, you hey, that. you need to go on. You need to go on back to the house though. You you need to, okay. I hear you. Maybe you did something. Maybe you didn't understand her. Go talk to her. We got you. We praying for you. We hoping for you. We're gonna call you tomorrow and follow mm-hmm. up and see how that one went. That is the goal uh, to have those kinds of friends that are gonna hold you accountable, that are gonna encourage your relationship, but are also gonna make sure that this is um, that these conversations don't leak out. Yeah. That this is a trusted safe space. So before we close out today, I want to get to the final one, unless you had something else you wanted to add. No, that's good. That's good. I think you you wrapped that up pretty well. Okay. So our final one today that you kind of um, mentioned in a little little bit bit. when you talked about move on is learn to forgive. It's a critical piece. I think in order to survive any relationship problem or any just kind of you trying to navigate those waters, forgiveness has to be at the center of this. Listen, has to be. It's hard too. Oh, it is hard. It's hard to forgive. It is very hard. So we talk a lot of the things um, that we're talking about principally are things that we've experienced. But it's also we want to recognize that that is not an easy thing. None of these are easy things when you have something to say and you really just want to talk to your mom, but you can't when you have some when you're going through some things and you really want to bring up something else that happened because they pissed you off before. But you Mm -hmm. know better than doing that when you just want to shut down. These are not easy things. And forgiveness is on the list of not easy things. I have struggled most of my life with how to forgive. What does that actually look like? I have read a number of books. My husband got me um, one recently, um, just picking up principles on how do you do this thing? Because it's one thing to say, well, I forgive you. But that doesn't mean that it's like, it's kind of gone through your system, that it's dissipated, that you don't have some lingering thoughts. Then what do you do with those? What do you do when you still love your spouse? You don't want to be at odds, but you're really frustrated with something that they did yesterday, the day before, a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, a year ago. What do you do when that stuff is still in you? So forgiveness, I feel, is a very, very personal journey. And people minimize it to be like, what? It's not, I can do it. Why can't you do it? Or I don't, I don't hold on to things. Why do you hold on to things? Forgiveness is personal. And for some people it takes time, it takes a longer amount of time, but it is necessary. And let me say this about forgiveness. And then I'm going to jump over to you. Forgiveness is also something um, that you have to communicate that you're doing Mm -hmm. like, Hey, that really hurt me and I'm still working through it. Um, Otherwise the partner can, can be, um, um, cannot be sensitive to where you are in your process. Right. Um, so, and you don't have to share that with everybody, but having a couple people, you know what, that man, I'm, I'm still dealing with this. I'm still dealing with the anger or the frustration or the pain of, of this or the sadness that accompanied this. I'm still yeah. working through that. I was so disappointed or wounded and you can't be that with everything. You can't be working on forgiveness with 
you know, him going to sleep and working on forgiveness with him not doing the dishes and working on forgiveness. Like some of these things we do have to just be like, I'm going to release, but some of them take a little bit longer to, to yeah. work through. Yeah. Just as you're speaking about forgiveness, one of the things at least I've, I've read about and kind of research a little bit is like, we're only good. Or at least I'm saying we're only as healthy mentally, emotionally as our memory. Right. So whatever we remember is really how we're going to operate. If I remember good things, I'm going to operate typically in a good fashion. Mm -hmm. If I remember negative things or troubling things, I'm going to, my lens of how I operate in the world is going to be that way. Mm -hmm. So it's harder to forgive. If I, the only thing I remember is like the negative things that have happened or the things that they said, the bad things that happened or bad things that they said. If I try to say, okay, you know what, even though that did happen, you can't take that away. But I remember when, okay, they said this, but my aunt told me that. Or my, you know, my manager told me something this positive about me. You know what I mean? Just basically taking all the positive things. And really, we're talking about renewing the mind, really. Which we talked about, like, saying, you know what? Give me just a new way of thinking, of seeing, even though something happened, can I reframe it up to something that I know that's happened before, but it's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. focusing on the positive in, in any relationship, like you talked about in the workplace, in the family, yep. um, in the marriage trying to focus on positive that doesn't mean you don't acknowledge that there are negative things it doesn't mean that you're ignoring them but definitely saying like okay man he hurt my feelings but man i know he he really does love me he wasn't being he's grown so much she's done this i'm trying to pick out those positive things and really focus on them really helps you work through some of those negative um potentially negative problems or issues because you cannot move forward without forgiveness it's it you can't critical it's critical. critical trying to survive it man so thank you all for joining us today make sure that you connect with us on facebook and instagram and as always check out our website for more content and resources fusemanages.com let's talk about it you're listening to fuse with tristan and michael